one of the many perks of being the pastor of a parish is that I'm in charge of the priest's mass calendar. Not Father Wolf. I am. And I usually do a pretty good job. But this weekend I failed miserably. Not only did I schedule myself on the most beautiful day of the year, I got the 9 a.m. Mass tomorrow on Daylight Savings Time. <laughs> so next year, I got to do a bit better than I'm doing this weekend. So anyway, as Peter said today, uh, something like, it's good that we're here, so we'll just go with what Peter said. <laughs> you know, they can at times confuse us. They can at times inspire us. They can even at times frustrate us. But whether the apostles Peter, James, and John confuse or inspire or frustrate, I know it's really important for us to make sure we understand that these three apostles were dearly important to Jesus. They were with him at some of the most important events in his ministry. Almost every time something really significant happens in Jesus' public ministry, Guess who's there? Peter, James, and John. They were three of the 12. They were the first three appointed. They were obviously really important to Jesus. But boy, could they blunder. They blundered a bit today. They didn't know what all this was about. Just before Jesus was transfigured, as he was in the gospel today, he said that the Son of Man will be persecuted, handed to the enemy, be killed, and the third day rise. And Peter responded in such a way that Jesus had to say, get behind me, Satan. Talk about a blunder. Holy Thursday, right after Jesus institutes the Eucharist, they run like mad out of fear for death. Another blunder. On Good Friday, when Jesus is being crucified and giving up his life for the salvation of the world, with the exception of John, they run. But Peter, James, and John, although they might frustrate us and kind of confuse us, Everyone, teach us something vitally important tonight. You'll notice that as Jesus was transfigured before them, this foreshadowing, this telling of who he is, that he is the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, did you notice how they responded? The Gospel of Matthew tells us that they fell down and they were overcome with wonder and awe. So what can the apostles, Peter, James, and John, teach us by their response to this incredibly divine event? What they can teach us is this. The appropriate response to something that's holy. The appropriate response to God doing something. And the reason I want to mention that, everyone, is this. So often... 
we can see things that are holy, we can see divine things, we can see the working of God, we can see church things is at times kind of hokey, maybe not real, however you want to put it. But Peter, James, and John teach us the proper disposition to have to the working of God. That we want to treat the working of God with a certain level of reverence and awe and wonder. And the question for us, even here at Mass, is Christ is about to become present, body and blood, soul and divinity, is do we approach the sacred mysteries with the kind of reverence and awe and wonder that the apostles had? Jesus invites us to take on their reaction to him working. At the transfiguration, he was working. He was revealing his identity to them. And they responded in the most appropriate way possible. May we also make sure in our own hearts that we have a certain level of reverence and awe and wonder to what God is doing. And what he's about to do for us right now is become present.